Let me give a shout out to one of our conference sponsors, MTS. If you're a pastor who wants to train more gospel workers, MTS apprenticeships are a great first step. But how can you get ministry apprenticeships happening in your church? MTS runs six steps to ministry apprenticeships, training regularly in Zoom webinars so that you, your team and your church's administrative leaders can understand how MTS works and why it's a worthwhile investment. Visit mts.com.au forward slash six steps now to sign up for a webinar in May or November. Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel Center ministry every week. Now, today, uh, I've got a special guest with us, one of our sponsors from our national conference, uh, Bruce Boyle from Compassion Australia. I'm going to introduce him in a moment, uh, but you'll hear I am solo again today, but I'm encouraged and looking forward to this conversation with, uh, with Bruce today about the work of Compassion now, the one thing is brought to you uh, with thanks to Reach Australia. We've got a vision to see thousands of healthy, evangelistic, multiplying churches across Australia. But for now, you press play on another episode of The One Thing, Compassion. As I said, I'm going to be talking with Bruce Boyle. He's the Relationship Manager at Compassion Australia, and he works particularly in New South Wales and the ACT. Uh, Bruce, welcome to The One Thing. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Tell us, in a, you know, briefly, what is Compassion? Uh, yeah, Compassion exists to serve local churches all around the world who are involved in one key thing, and that is uh, sharing Jesus with kids and families in their local communities. As they do that, they do that in a context where these families are living in desperate poverty, and so you can't ignore that. And uh, in fact, that's combined in with their great ability to share the truth about Jesus, but care for the families and the kids that they're working with at the same time. Now, theologically, that if you go to the landing page of Compassion, you jump on that front page of the website, compassion.com.au, uh, it says, uh, or it raises the idea of being the good neighbor. Hmm. Can you expand on this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're called to be neighbors. We're, we're called to uh, care, to, to love God first and to, to love uh, those around us second and as as being a good neighbor uh, looking for those who are in need we think about the good samaritan caring for those that, and we think about how can we care uh, in the greatest way for for those around us and i as i think about kids and my background is is working with children uh, wonderfully over many years it, i think about what is the, the greatest gift that i can give to a child any child and that's for them to know Jesus as their saviour and as their friend. Uh, but as I'm doing that, I'm very conscious of the circumstances that kids are living in. And so to be a good neighbour to, to the kids and to their families, I'm looking at the, the child holistically. Uh, I'm not just about imparting a truth to them, but how do I care for them as a whole person? And so compassion comes in alongside the local church. Can, can you sort of explain the relationship between local churches that you work with and, and Compassion as, I guess, the organisation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's all about the local church. It's, it's about churches reaching out. And as churches reach out, uh, they churches in the developing world are reaching out with limitation. Uh, they often don't have anywhere near the resource that we have. Uh, 
they ha- they have the the vision they have they know what they want to do the mission uh, but they don't have the resource and so uh, we think about gospel partnerships and what gospel partnerships look like where we uh, work alongside our brothers and sisters as part of the body of Christ and so compassion comes in at that point so it sounds it sounds like uh, compassion is is very Christian you know, compared to some of the charities and I'm not wanting you to throw you know others under the bus oh of course but, not. Uh, no. um, but but how does how does the work of compassion say differ from an NGO coming alongside? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is all about Jesus. It's it's all about it's about uh, if we care for children uh, physically, if we we give them the, the food that they need, they we give them access to fresh water, if we give them medical help, if we educate them, uh, if we provide them with a vocational pathway out of poverty, uh, all of those things are wonderful. Like to, to be able to provide, we've, we've done a great thing for a child. But if we haven't introduced them to Jesus, all of that is of no worth and mm. no value. In fact, what we've done is we've elevated those other things to be the primary thing. Whereas we say, no, no, Jesus is the primary thing. And uh, to care for a child holistically, we, we want to uh, make sure that we spiritually are introducing them to Jesus. And so... That's the, that's the differential between Compassion and uh, many other um, NGOs around the world. Uh, but we, So we individually work through the children, uh, growing and discipling them so that they are, the wonderful outcome of that would be that they would be an adult uh, who is functioning out of poverty, who knows and loves Jesus and then leads their family leads in their church, leads in their community. Mm. Um, and as I was saying earlier, uh, leads in some circumstances in governments as well, which is what we're seeing now. So, yeah, that's a bit of a picture. Now, often people pit, you know, in the church sort of social justice against evangelism mm. uh, or, you know, really push into, is this actually the church's church's role? Where should caring for the poor fit into a, a local church's plan? And in some ways I want you to, if you can press into the churches you're obviously working with overseas, but also here in Australia as well. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe, let me maybe start. Let me it. start with the churches overseas. So uh, one one of the things I've had said to me often is, uh, "Where about the gospel here in Australia? In Australia, um, social social justice activities actually can lead us away from the gospel, and so we're not going to put any time into that." Um, and and I've heard that many times. I've had that said to me many times. And uh, so I thought, I'm going to get to the bottom of this as I travel, and I've traveled uh, to quite a few countries with compassion, and I've spoken to pastors in the Philippines and in Indonesia, and I've asked them that question. How do, you, how do you reconcile the social justice aspects of caring for the poor and the gospel when you bring them together? Um, without hesitation, every pastor, and I think I must have asked five to ten pastors this same question, they've all given me exactly the same answer Mm. uh, irrespective of their background cultural background and their their answer was what (laughs) what are you you talking about we just do both Mm. we do both as as we live out the gospel we live that out in the lives of the people that we interact with Uh, so the circumstances that they find themselves in that's the circumstances that we interact with them in now, it's very different to here in Australia. Mm. So uh, I was uh, go to a, a large church. And we have a great kids club, for example. Um, what's, what's the interaction point with the kids uh, in our local community? They come along on a Friday afternoon. They want to have fun. 
Uh, they want to make friends. They want to be safe. Uh, and they want to enjoy themselves. And uh, maybe gospel considerations are low <laughs> on, on their expectation, but they're high on ours. Mm. And so we put together a program in Australia that meets the kids' needs, uh, their social interaction needs, but also need, meets a much more important need, which is the gospel need. Mm. And we combine those together. And it's, and it's appropriate for the circumstances that we find ourselves in in Australia. That's very different to the church in the developing world where it's not about the kids coming along and having fun or interacting with friends. Those, those things happen as a byproduct mm. of the compassion programs that run, but it's actually about those kids having the opportunity to survive beyond being five years old, um, survive uh, with the appropriate amounts of food that allow them to grow mm. and be healthy, uh, to have a clean water supply that isn't tarnished by malaria, um, to uh, have access to uh, education beyond maybe a year one or year two level that would trap them in menial tasks and employment, semi-employment for the rest of their lives. So, so the needs are much more significant at that level, much greater, um, but the need for the gospel still is above all of that. So that, that kind of, um, so we do both. <laughs> we do both. So Bruce, one of the objections probably some of our listeners are, are saying is, this is going to be a distraction from actually local mission. Uh, can you, you know, can you speak to that objection? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a compliment to, to local mission. I, we've seen churches whose local missional activity has increased because of their participation with compassion. Uh, churches who have been come back from the visiting um, in the field and seen how the churches that they partner with are interacting with uh, local communities, what they're doing, how they're caring for kids and families in their local communities. And they've come back and gone, actually, we're not doing that at all. We're, we're not caring. And as they've stepped into that further, they've seen that the local church has had a much bigger space in their local community. And I travel around regional New South Wales and have particularly seen that. I think of towns like Leeton, uh, who uh, last year ran an outreach event based around us visiting uh, that focused in for all the local churches and invited people to come in, hear about what was going on in Indonesia. But it was a, a, a wonderful soft invitation for people to come and have a fun and interesting night, hear the gospel clearly proclaimed, but at the same time be encouraged in what they're doing from Leeton in southwest New South Wales to reach out into the world, which is just great. We had a circumstance about 20 years ago where a marketing organisation said to Compassion in the US, uh, kind of the, the, the mothership effectively, if you just took Jesus out of the Compassion logo and out of Compassion conversation, um, then you would get a lot more supporters. Um, just kind of don't just downplay that a bit. Um, the Compassion board doubled down at that point and said, uh, no, <laughs> no, it's all about Jesus. And so now you see in the Compassion logo, uh, it is releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name mm. is actually part of our logo um, because we're explicitly doing this for Jesus and, and um, for his honour and glory and through him and to him. Mm. Yeah, that, that's really helpful, helping, helping to see again how um, primary focus is to see people 
you know, I guess their eternal, mm. their eternal outcome, uh, but actually recognizing the reality that they've got a, they've got a life here and now yeah. that needs to be uh, dealt with. And, and there are two different contexts here in the, here in the West, in the developed world versus the developing uh, world as well. So I, I remember meeting this little old lady in Indonesia. She was one of the church volunteers and um, she didn't speak a stick of English at all. So we were talking through a translator mm. and she grabbed the translator because she really wanted to tell me something. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever you want to tell me, that's fine. And she was, she was absolutely kind of strident in the way she was doing. And the translator, as the translator was saying, I thought she was saying, we are praying for you in Australia and in my Western arrogance, I'm thinking, she's actually saying, we're, we're praying for you, we're thankful for you and what you do. And I said, oh, thank you. And she could tell by my response, I was not getting what she was saying. She said, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And in the end, what she was saying to me was, we are so concerned for our Western brothers and sisters. We are so concerned for you. Your, your money and your wealth is a trap that leads you away from God, not towards him. Mm. And... Um, that's a bold thing to say to um, an, to somebody who is in a church who needs our, our money, but she didn't care at all. Mm -hmm. um, I remember meeting a lady in Tanzania who um, was telling us before her kids came into the Compassion Program, though her husband had died and are in desperate circumstances. Um, and they would sit down around the kind of little low table for a meal at night and she would sit her kids down knowing there was no food in the house at all mm -hmm. um, all she had was water for them which she put salt in to kind of ease their hunger pains she said and we sat down there and we gave thanks mm. what did you give mm. thanks for <laughs> um you know you you know that you have no food for your children mm -hmm. And she said, we, we thank God because we know that even though today we don't have anything, we know God's character, we know he's faithful, and um, we, we pray thanking him that tomorrow we might. Mm. I, I'm humbled by mm. that. Mm. Um, not in a way that I'm ashamed to be Western, but that, I'm, um, that I'm, I'm humbled as I see people whose faith is so deep. Mm. Uh, in Jesus, that they just trust him, even though all of the circumstances of life surrounding them uh, makes it look like he doesn't care. Mm. Mm. Bruce, that's been really helpful to understand more about compassion and, uh, and the ministry and how local churches get involved. What's the one thing you want to say about compassion? The, the international poverty line is $1.90 a day. If you, you earn less than $1.90 per day US, then you don't have the capacity to do the most basic functioning to keep your family alive. Um, currently, pre-COVID, we had 400 million children and families around the world living in, below the poverty line. Um, wonderfully, that's been decreasing for the last 50 years, that number. Since COVID, it's increased for the first time in 50 years. Mm. Uh, so the need is really significant. Uh, Compassion works with 2.2 million children around the world, which is a great number, through 8,500 churches. Um, 
but it's a long way short of 400 million. Mm. And so I think the thing that I would say to all pastors, please come and chat to Compassion if you are wanting to have a way of caring for widows and orphans outside of your local church context in a way that you know that it can it works it's robust it's trustworthy it's got the runs on the board already and there's an accountability factor and it's all about jesus Hmm. Um, why would you go anywhere else if you're thinking about the value that you want to have for growing people in your own church but i think that's really helpful just to put the uh, the extent of the problem uh, and also, I guess the extent of the opportunity. Yeah. You can look at the problem and go, okay, well, there's an op- there's an opportunity for the local church around the world uh, to see more of a lost one to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me just open up the toolbox very quickly. I've mentioned the Compassion website. That's a great website to uh, to jump on to find out more about the work of Compassion uh, across uh, across the world and how you can be involved uh, as a, uh, a lo- at a local church level. Uh, Bruce is going to be at the Reach Australia Conference in May this year. He would love to organise a coffee with Compassion. So Bruce is obviously in New South Wales. If you're outside of that, he wants to put you in touch with a local Compassion representative so that you can have a coffee with them and actually think about what does this look like for you and your local church. And if you're wanting to push into more of a sort of theology into this space, if you're thinking, I do need to have an answer to the question around social justice, uh, then Kevin DeYoung and Greg Gilbert's book, What is the Mission of the Church, is a, is a really useful book to just sort of engage with this whole question of what is the mission of the church uh, and, and where does social justice uh, fit into that as well. Well, the conference is only a few weeks away and I just want to talk about some of the workshops that we're having. But the one that I'm excited about is, is actually hearing from Jo Gibbs. She's going to be talking about uh, women in ministry. Uh, so what does it look like to be a woman uh, on a team in ministry? I'm hoping that's the start of a really helpful and good conversation that we can be having around the Reach Australia network uh, around women in ministry and how we can encourage and see more and more uh, women serve in our local church. Well, I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon.